can a, a gut feeling ever lead you wrong? Will it always lead you to truth? No, because the only way a gut feeling could lead you wrong is you don't understand what that gut feeling is telling you. Parts of this conversation have been edited out. I don't normally do this because I don't want people to feel like they were misrepresented. However, this particular conversation was over two hours long. I removed some of the irrelevant parts. A link to an unedited version can be found in the description. Yeah, I don't... So anyway, what are, we doing? what are we doing here tonight? Sure, so what I like to do is I like to interview people and I ask them questions about their beliefs, and it can be a belief about anything. And uh, right. today, the you, you responded to the the question that I had, or was it, it wasn't really was it a question, it was more like a request in that uh, Facebook group uh, regarding right. um, Trump winning the election. So I thought we could, we could speak on that. Oh, yeah. Well, um, the truth will always, well, go ahead. I was just going to say, before we get into that, uh, did you want to uh, say anything about your yourself? I'll let you uh, introduce yourself if you if you'd like. Oh yeah, well I I'm from I'm originally I was born in Detroit, raised in Muskegon, Michigan, and I live in Irons, a hundred miles north of Muskegon. Lived here for eleven, twelve years. I'm a Vietnam vet. I'm also been a commander in the Michigan militia since nineteen ninety five. And I'm a paralegal. I've been a paralegal since 1985. I'm trying to retire from it, but I can't. But I'm retired. I'm retired from the Army and from working. <laughs> okay. Sure. And uh, but, so, yeah. So, um, uh, well, that's, that's the basic me. I've, I've experienced a lot in life, good things and bad things. Sure. And, uh, of course, being a Vietnam vet experience a lot absolutely and um you know and, and uh you know like i say i've been a commander in the michigan militia for since 1995 and um it's um hopefully things will get better before well they're going to get a little tight next month or two but it's all for the better especially with trump in control sure um Oh, it's, and I just want to say, before we, we go any further, I just want to say thank you for your service. Oh, you're welcome. Looks like I'll be doing it again if things don't uh, <laughs> don't start flying right. But as long as Trump stays in control, we shouldn't have anything to worry about as long as we don't break out into a civil war. Sure. Because sure. that could mess that could mess up mess up his his plan or what he's doing right now. Are you aware of what's going on right now? Um. Perhaps not. Perhaps not. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know where to begin. Well, there's stuff. There's stuff that I know. Like I say, you know, being ex-military commander in the militia, I have. Um, I have access to reliable source. I have. Um, little old me has classified information that can't be released to the public yet, but it will be eventually. But there's certain things that I can talk about, and there's other things I can't talk about. You know, just like uh, John Chambers on on um, American Media Periscope and Bongino, uh, Dan Bongino and all them guys that uh, 
that are on, you know, their their social medias and stuff like that, sharing information. But it's only with a select group of people that they're. But see, what they're sharing is they're just carrying on the republic narrative of what's going on, you know, to keep the American people calm. Because, like I say, we can't we can't afford to break out into a civil war right, or any kind of war in this country right now because it could really mess things up pretty bad. Things are apparently going pretty smooth right now, even though it doesn't appear to be. But Trump's objective is to wake Americans up, which I'm sure you've heard that, and, uh, and which is true because I always used to say to people, including my wife, that... Um, you know, if if um, this this country's in such bad shape right now because us Americans have allowed that allowed this to happen and to get this bad, if we would have carried on our responsibilities as Americans and policed our civil servants and kept kept them under a microscope like we should have, they would have never had a chance to make things as bad as they are now so now we have to we have to backpedal we have to clean up decades of their mess within a short period of time and the clock is ticking and if that doesn't if that doesn't happen soon there's a lot of stuff out there that kind of sounds bizarre but what you have to realize is truth is stranger than fiction and a lot of people find it hard to swallow the truth because they've been fed a lie for so many years that they believe it to be the truth because they figure, well, why would somebody want to lie like that? I don't know. Ask them. Why would they want to lie? So, you know, ask. Sure. Go ahead. Um, I guess as you were saying that it kind of a, a thought came into my mind. If someone uh, believes something to be true, they, they obviously don't know that it's uh, that it could be untrue like someone could have a, a belief in something and it not be right. true but to them it feels like it's true right so it's really right difficult for them to discern right. what's true and what's untrue well people well all they have to do is just backtrack you know i've always lived on the i've always lived on the philosophy of a sure thing anything is possible but if you live on that kind of philosophy it's going to be easy for you to get confused over things, and you, you kind of have to know what you look for, what to look for, and you have to follow your your gut feeling, you know, and don't let your mm -hmm. gut feeling, you know, you know, if it's a true gut feeling, it won't mislead you. And if something don't seem right, well, it's not. Do you and think? And if it appears as some, and you know, look, always look into people's eyes when you talk to them. Ah. There's where the sign. I always tell my wife that. Look, look into the eyes. When you're watching the news people on TV, which we don't watch <laughs> probably 1% right now, and uh, look behind them. Watch what goes on behind the news people because they're more or less a distraction of what's really going on behind them. Hmm. It might be a blooper. It might be something else. You know, people always make mistakes. We're, we're human. Mm -hmm. I don't care how, how evil you are or how good you are. You're going to make mistakes, period. You know. Sure. And uh, but the thing is, are those mistakes made on purpose or by accident? Mm. And when people when people understand what to look for, they just need to need to step back and take a look at the picture as a whole and not see what they want to see, but see what is there. That's what they okay. need to do. 
and and then yeah take the blinders off whatever you know and and uh be open-minded with the philosophy of living on a sure thing and as long as you you can train yourself to do that and if you were brought up with good you know good morals you know with good morals it's easy to be evil it's just it's just too easy it's just like it's like a con man isn't really smart he's conning on he's making cons on people's weaknesses so what does that say for him hmm. so as long as people you know just don't learn to say no if you have you know I would rather you know like judge Judy says you know don't loan money to family and friends because you'll never see it ah. and it's better to say no and have them be mad at you or hate you and you still got your money <laughs> you know? don't loan anything out unless you know they're responsible enough that if they break it they'll replace it for you and that would have to be a pretty close friend and there's only a few people I trust like that because they and trust has to be proven it has to be earned ah. it doesn't get hand it doesn't get handed on a silver platter sure ah. but what people have to understand about the mask you know because we might as well cover the mask and the shots now I always I've always followed my gut feeling first about shots I haven't had a shot since I left the army you mind if I Except ask a question either. about a, a gut feeling? Yeah. Can a, a gut feeling ever lead you wrong? Will it always lead you to truth? No, because the only way a gut feeling could lead you wrong is you don't understand what that gut feeling is telling you. Hmm. It's called intuition, you know, that intuition. gut feeling. Yeah, it, it's just if it's a true gut feeling, you'll know. That's what a gut feeling is. You'll know something you may not know what it's telling you but you'll find out as long as you as long as you use precautions just be just be careful don't let anybody talk you into doing anything you don't want to do you know because see that's where a lot of people mess up they sit there they say they they want to be see that's when kindness is a weakness kindness is only a weakness when you're kind to people that don't deserve it what if what if it's not yeah. kindness what if it's like if I, if you don't mind me giving an example. Oh no, 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 fine. What if, what if there's like a jury trial, let's say, and one of okay, the. Okay, now you're in. You're, go ahead. <laughs> I know I'm kind of in your in, your realm, right? <laughs> you're right. right. Yes, okay. sir. I'm I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not going to be too technical about it. But let's say that. Oh, okay. You that know. um someone, maybe it's even a juror, maybe not. It doesn't really matter for this hypothetical. But let's say there's someone right. who has a gut feeling and they absolutely have this gut feeling and know that this person on trial is, is guilty, like definitely did this crime, right? right? And then let's say there's right. some evidence, let's say there's some DNA evidence that, that shows that another person did it and they were definitely the ones who did this instead of the, the person on trial. Would that gut right. feeling be wrong? Well, no, not really. I'll get. I'll share a personal personal experience with me. I was on a I was on a jury in Muskegon County a long time ago. Back in back in 1993, it was on a rape case. Two black guys raped a white girl, and they had separate trials. And I was a juror. On one of the trials. It was in the courtroom of a judge, and uh, you know. So that's so that was to so to prove your gut so to your gut feeling. Yes, I had a gut feeling that he was guilty of first degree. But sometimes, but see, that gut feeling 
it, it, it's there it wasn't false. It was true. But in like in what 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 you're look, the answer you're looking for is is it has to do with you know the legal system. So you have to base your your decision on the evidence presented. You hmm. can't assume that. Well, I think he was I think he was guilty anyway and not guilty. You know, it's not, it doesn't matter what you think. You have to base your decision on the evidence presented because there, there, there's a rule in Michigan. In fact, it's, it's, it's in the statutes in Michigan that it's better to find nine. It's better to let 99 guilty men go free than to find one innocent man guilty. Hmm. Never, 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 never look away from your gut feeling. Never always hmm. follow your gut feeling and your first choice. So that, but you know, first choice don't always go because I when when let's see what is it when Guns and Roses and Def Leppard come out I didn't like them <laughs> and Kiss I didn't like them either but now I like them they're cool okay but so you know you can't sure. so first impressions first impressions don't always work all the time sure but your gut feeling always does but you got to okay. make sure that if you follow your gut feeling that you know you're you're not harming anybody in the process oh, of yeah. using it sure. So, you know, if you find an innocent man guilty because your gut feeling tells you, but see, usually your gut feeling is not going to mislead you. Hmm. So you always got to keep that in mind. So you kind of, you got the balance of truth, justice, and the American way. <laughs> Stepping away and from like the, district- the legal matter on your on your gut feeling, how about a, a, I give you a, a different example, maybe a little bit uh, lighthearted example maybe. Do you think that okay. someone can have a, a gut feeling, maybe even a child, maybe not, have a gut feeling yeah. that uh, Santa, Claus, Santa Claus exists? Is that a gut feeling? Um. Well, that, now see, that's, normally Santa Claus doesn't exist, you know, in reality. Mm-hmm. But how right. do we know? How do we know? How, how do we do know? We know? Because it, it depends like I say, you have to know the signs, and if something, if something weird happens, let me see. What can I give you for an example on a gut feeling? Is um, let's say, let's say you're you're just sitting here, and all of a sudden you get the notion to go roll up the windows on your car. Okay. You walk in the house, and start it starts raining. Okay. That's a gut feeling. You had a hmm. gut. All of a sudden, it just when the thought pop. When it, see, with a gut feeling, you have to act on it immediately because that's why you're, it's a warning sign. Mm. So you have you have to act on it. Or let's say if it tells you, oh, that's right, I, I got to do this tomorrow because if I don't, it's too late. So procrastination is brought on by putting your gut feeling aside and not following it. That's mm. that's that's what that's what causes that. So you know your gut, your gut feeling is always—it's always a good thing because it's your—it's a signal to you. See, our brains are more powerful than we realize, and it's hard to explain—it's hard to explain things you don't understand. Hmm. And you know, you've had some—you know—you probably—you know—you know—you know what you're talking about, but you can't explain it. Well, then that means it—it do- it doesn't, it doesn't need explaining. Have you ever had a gut feeling and then you happen to act on that feeling and then you were like, oops, I, I screwed that up. I really shouldn't have done that. Has that ever happened to you or not really? 
Nope, that's never, never happened to me. Hmm. No, because if I second guess my gut feeling, then things go wrong. Hmm. If it tells me, say, well, I better do this, and then I don't, you know, I'll give you, um, I'm, in, I'm into coin collecting. Mm -hmm. A long time ago, me and my brother-in-law went to a coin shop in Grand Rapids, and we were buying Silver Eagles that came out. They've been making them since 1986. And this was back in the early 90s. And um, there, were, there was a, there was a gold-toned Silver Eagle there, and it stuck out like a sore thumb. Okay. I had the money to buy it. It was only like thirteen or fifteen dollars. Sure. I told my brother-in-law. I said, "Well, you know, I should buy that." I said, "No, I'll wait till next week, next Saturday." Guess what? Next Saturday came and the the coin was gone. If I would have mm. bought it right then, see, that's that gut feeling. It's telling you when I second guess my gut feeling, I should buy it now. And I've done that other times. I do that now and then, you know. And uh, I don't. I don't pay a dear price for it, but I kick myself in the butt for not following my gut feeling. Hmm. It's all very good advice. Uh, if you don't mind, perhaps we can get uh, back towards our, our main topic, if you don't mind, if, oh, if okay. that's okay with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that, I was going to work on that anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, oh, if yeah. you want to continue your thought, you can, but I was just Oh, thinking... no, no, no. I, I, I've said all that I can on that. <laughs> okay. Okay. It <laughs> sounds good. So... What I, I do like to get a sense of confidence whenever I have these types of con conversations. So right. I'm going to propose a scale to you. And if you don't want to answer it, no, no problem. But um, the scale kind of goes like this. So a zero would be all you have is questions. You have, have no idea. It could go either way. You could be right. You could be wrong. Who really uh -huh. knows, right? And then 100 right. on that scale it would be a zero to 100. 100 would be... You're absolutely 100% positive. Nothing uh, could possibly ever change your mind. You're 100% confident. Right. You don't have to do any more research. You don't have to figure anything more out. It's all said and done. So okay. with, with your claim, and I think you kind of, uh, kind of built on that as we were speaking earlier. So I, I think that you uh, believe that Trump won the election and that he is still in control. Is that an accurate statement? Yes. Okay. I, I believe that to be very true. Gotcha. And you don't have to see everything to believe. You don't always have to see everything to believe it, but it does help. Okay. And where on that scale Let's would you put yourself? With Trump, I'd put myself 100%. 100%. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. All right. And then my next question. All the si all, oh, I'm okay. sorry. All the signs are there. All, all the signs are there. Trust gotcha. me. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And then my next question is always, what makes you believe that? Well, all the signs are there. Everything, everything's just kind of weird. And what I see on TV, what I see on the internet, I know the difference between the truth and a lie, for one thing. And what? The, oh, yeah, the ballots. Yeah, a lot of people were sent ballots including my wife and I, for people that didn't live in their home. My wife and I got two sets of ballots. I save all this stuff for evidence because, like I say, I've been a paralegal since 1985, and I know, and I, plus I went to criminal justice classes in college after that. So I know how to preserve evidence and save it. Okay. And the reason, you know, just 
all the signs, you have to know what to look for. Like I say, it's just like, if you don't know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. So you have to steer people in that direction. Because I've had people say, well, I didn't know that. Well, I just steered you in that direction so you can find it. Okay. You know where you got to find it. You know what you have to find. Because some people can't find their, they're like lost sheep. They can't find their way. They can't <laughs> okay. find their way home. <laughs> so with regarding, so that, you know, with regarding to these ballots, you said your wife uh, and you, yourself got two sets of ballots. Is that correct? So they like, yes. each one of you had a ballot and um, had one, right. two, two ballots had your yeah, name we didn't on it and two ballots yeah, had they your were... name on it. Yep. If, and if, then, you, if you hadn't gotten these ballots, if let's say you had only gotten one ballot or, or no ballots at all, would that have would that affect your confidence that Trump had won the election? No, it wouldn't change it. That okay. that just confirms it. That just confirms that's just more evidence okay. in in my eyes, or you know, in my in my gut feeling. Like I say, all the all the signs are there. You know, it's okay. just you have to know what you're looking for. Like I tell my wife, when you're watching people on TV, look behind them. You always see something, you always see something that's out of place. So, you know, you just have to, it's experience. Remember, I'm 69 years old. I've experienced, I'm not one of these sheltered guys that sits home all the time Mm -hmm. and stuff. You know, I get out, I meet people, I talk to people, I observe my, as a paralegal, my skills are observation and research. Okay. And I've sharpened them skills, and I trust them, and they've never let me down. And this even goes back before I was a paralegal. It's just my nature. Okay. But I never try to convince people to believe what I know. That's their choice. They have to do their research, Mm -hmm. and they have to follow their gut feeling. I share information with people. It's their responsibility to learn from it, to research, to make sure that what I'm telling them is true. And one thing you have to realize too, when people tried really, when people try really hard, like the Democrats are trying to stop that, that audit, in in Phoenix, Arizona, there, mm-hmm. when you're trying to stop something, well, like they say on TV, or like they say on on the internet, if if they've got nothing to hide, why are they trying to stop it? Because they have something to hide. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like you know, you're not. It's just like a shoplifter. Do you think he's gonna? Steal something out of out of a store right in front of people where they can see him. No, he's going to do it where people can't see him. Hmm. Okay. But he can still get caught. You see, you see, you see what I what I mean here. I think I understand. There's a, a, thie- a thief. A thief. A thief. Yeah, a thief's not going to. You know, they're not going to steal something right in front of you. They're going to wait until you turn your head. Then they'll steal it. Hmm. <laughs> I know it's happened to me before. People have stole from me like that. All right. And so, uh, so going back, you know, so don't turn. going back to the so the ballot. So that sounds like that was perhaps just kind of icing on top of the cake for you, perhaps. So it doesn't sound like it was one of the main reasons. It was just a, a small yeah that portion that, that was just yeah that was just a small portion. Okay, okay. Of all the evidence, it's like see circumstantial evidence. If you have enough circumstantial evidence. It's like if all the arrows keep pointing at one certain individual, okay. then you well then see that that's 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 uh that's the next thing to con- concrete evidence is what you got in your hand. You got the weapon and everything, but if you got it's like I'll give you an example that judges use. Okay, you got a dead body laying in the snow. Mm-hmm. There's a set of, there's a set of footprints leading to that body, but there's nobody standing in those footprints. Mm-hmm. Somebody put them there. Right. That's your circumstantial evidence. 
So the same okay. thing is going on with this election. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence that's going that's leading and has well, it actually has already led to con to concrete evidence. And 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 Donald Trump, he's smart enough, man. He's he's not stupid enough to say something that's not true and make himself look stupid. He's give mm. give the guy credit. You know, he's smart enough to not. You know, and I remember back in the early 80s, me and a couple of friends of mine were sitting around drinking beer at the beach in Ludington. And we got to talk about rich people. And they said, well, they all make they all get rich by ripping off the government, all this stuff and other people. I said, not Donald Trump. Why is that? Well, he's a self-made billionaire. He got that. Well, he probably he probably scammed on a lot of taxes. I said, well, good for him, because we're not supposed to be paying taxes in the first place. So good for him. And he's he's not going to do anything to break a law that's going to jeopardize his reputation and his position in in the in the uh, you know the, the job market when he, you know he he the business and everything like that you know and he's carrying on from his dad and everything. See, some people do have pride in their reputation. Other people don't care. Greedy people, all they want is money, 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 money. Sure. He made himself a billionaire, you know. By opening businesses and giving people jobs, sure, you know, and and people say, well, tax the higher. I got a better idea. Why don't we get away? Why don't we get away from the Federal Reserve, IRS, and the Sixteenth Amendment, where everybody takes home their whole paycheck every week or every two weeks or however often they get paid, and Social Security, all that stuff was supposed to be temporary, and people need to educate themselves on what. See, we've been corporate America since 1871. I just found this out recently. I didn't even learn this in, in history in high school. That's why we're under corporate America. And if you look up the corporate laws, I've got the Michigan court rules here that cover corporate law for Michigan. And I never understood it, but I understand it now. <laughs> Excellent. You know? If you don't so, mind, I'd like to, to get back to the reason. So I already uh, kind of found out your first uh, reason. Uh, what might be a, right. another reason? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I guess the only thing I the only thing I can say is just the the evidence speaks for itself. You know, okay. in my experience with the law as a paralegal, can you provide you know, you an example dispute, of the evidence? Is there a specific one you can you want to talk about? Well, there's there's physical physical evidence. Okay. That hasn't been presented publicly yet. Okay. Because, you know, it's just like, well, because what we're doing with is, 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 is several crimes here, felonies. Have you, have you seen and, this? I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but. Is oh, it, no, no. It's this, okay. this physical evidence, um, is it something that you've seen? Just, just curious on that. Well, yeah, the okay. the ballots that I got that we got oh, in the mail, and then true. some friends of ours they got ballots for people that never lived at their house, so I okay. got those too for evidence. Okay, okay. So if it, always remember this, if, it, if it's happening to, you're not the only one that's happening to. It's happening to hundreds, thousands, hmm. tens of thousands of people. It's not just that's not going to happen to just one or two individuals. Okay. That's going to happen to a lot because people. It's just like these scammers that take a little bit out of everybody's bank account. They take $10 here and $10 there. And if they do that to 10,000 people, take $10, $10 out of 10,000 people, 10,000 people's accounts, that's that's $100,000. Bam, just like that, $100,000. Easy money. 
but easy money won is easy money lost. Hmm. And but yes, yeah, the, the, the you know the evidence. See, with my experience as a paralegal, I know what to look for 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 circumstantial and concrete evidence. And there's enough circumstantial evidence to prove that there is concrete evidence, you know, and all this stuff and trying to get the truth out there. You know, they've been brainwashing us with lies for so many years, the news people and everybody else, that that's why people find it hard to believe the truth. Hmm. That's what makes truth stranger than fiction. How do you, so, you know, how do you determine what is truth? Well, when you, when somebody tells you something, and then later on you see it, so you, I call it see and say. Okay. When you see something, when you see something and hear something, and they match, it's true. Okay. When you especially when it's coming, especially when it's coming from two different sources. You got this guy over here telling you one thing, and then you see it over here. Okay. So and he did, you know. So that that's uh, you know, when, you know, it's putting two and two together. You get four, not three. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So that—that's how you know. It's just, just there's a lot of things you know besides your gut feeling. You have to train yourself on, and it you know it's always you know trial and error. It's always trial and error. But the more you do it, the better you get at it. Hmm. And like I say, you have to know the difference between the truth and a lie. That's a good start. Once you can once once you can separate a truth from a lie, then you're on the right path. Hmm. But that's only by living on it. You have to live on a sure thing. In other words, you have to make up your mind, I'm going to buy that car next month. So you work hard on saving up the money to buy that car. You know, same thing with anything. Everything, you know, I can sit here and give a thousand examples of different things, and they all lead to the same thing, the truth. Hmm. And, you know, that's that's you have to be in search of the truth. Don't be... Don't be dissuaded by by a lie. You got to have a comparison, you know, to prove that it's a lie. You know, your gut feeling is just one thing. And like I say, your gut feeling, your gut feeling might, you know, what am I, what am I having a gut feeling about? Like I, the example I gave you earlier, you know, you might all of a sudden you're just sitting here watching TV, and all of a sudden out of the clear blue sky, you go, oh, I better go shut the windows on the car. You do, you walk back in the house. It's happened to me a lot, for example. Do you walk think... in the house, it starts raining. Do you think you know someone, what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I've had that before. I've had that before with the with the rain. I think that might be a subliminal thing. Maybe who know, who knows? I, I don't know about the yeah. That, the rain. Well, that well, no, that really no, really that's that's your gut feeling. Maybe it always be. never never be afraid to trust your gut feeling. Can someone don't have let a, anybody? Can someone have a gut feeling that uh, that Biden won the election? Is that possible? <laughs> No, that's that's misdirection. <laughs> misdirection. So that, not, that not a, would be misdirection. That's not a good no, feeling. That's not nobody a gut, that, nobody can have that well, good feeling. Okay, I vote. I voted. My wife and I we voted for Trump mm-hmm. both times, and I even campaigned for Trump okay. here in Michigan. Sure. And but the only reason why you know, see, basically all my life I haven't been a Democrat or Republican. I'm a patriotic American. I'm not independent. I vote for who I feel is going to do the right thing sure. and for the people. Mm-hmm. And I voted for Trump. I've seen, I voted for McCain before years ago. First time I ever voted, my girlfriend kept harping on the <laughs> girlfriend I had at the time. Well, you know, you can't complain about anything about this if you don't vote. I said, oh, yes, I can complain because I didn't vote. 
And then I've had people tell me, uh, well, I voted for the lesser of two evils. You still voted for somebody evil. That's the thing. And the, and what Trump has in his favor, he's not a politician. He hung around politicians, even the Clintons. You know? But that doesn't make him a bad guy. He just didn't know. It was just more business. Sure. Because you can sit there. You can only learn certain things about people. And usually that's what they want you to learn about mm. them. Yeah. You know, everybody everybody has skeletons in their closets. They're not always bad ones. Some people they are. And, you know, so you just have to, you know, you might not like somebody when you first meet them. First impressions don't always work all the time. But once you get to know somebody and then find out what they're really like, that's like that's on the trust has to be earned theory. You know, do you think basic, that, you know, that do you think that someone can be a really, really good candidate and perhaps do a, a really great job at uh, being the president? But then oh, yeah, not, not win an election, actually not get elected. Well, yeah, that's possible. That's that's that depends on what kind of people he has backing him up. If he's got good people or bad people. Okay. You know, it's just it's just uh, it's a it's a wide range out there of do's and don'ts. And like I say, trust has to be earned. When you see that somebody has proven to the public or to anybody for all that matters, when, they, when they've made their proof that they're honest, then, you know, and that goes beyond being tricking people into making them think you're honest. Okay. You have to know the difference. If they make a big deal, Trump don't, I've seen him in person two years ago in Grand Rapids, and I was only 10, feet, 10 15 feet away from me. He pointed at me, and I got it on my cell phone, and he winked at me because I was only the only veteran there that was wearing part of my uniform. Oh. And I stuck out like a sore thumb. And he pointed, and then I seen him before that when he was campaigning. And, and I was standing right in front of him. And uh, put it that way. He didn't have to use cards. He doesn't have to do teleprompts and all this stuff. What that man says comes from the heart, just like as a paralegal. Lawyers take notes. I don't. I might write down somebody's name and address and phone number and a little bit of basic about their case or something. I always count on this guy up here. That's what mm -hmm. I have him for. Sure. And the more you use your brain, the more natural it comes. But as far you know, as far as the voting goes, well, yeah, there's always. It's just right now, Donald Trump is the best man for the job because nobody else can match up to him. They can take on the responsibility of that job, either because they don't want to or they're intimidated by bad people to not hmm. do it. Okay. Trump is not timid. That's, he's a big man, believe me. <laughs> and you can see if you – a lot of people, I can't believe how simple Americans are. They don't like him because they don't like how he talks. Oh, give me a break. How about what he does? Sure. How about what he does for this country? He's a man of action, you know, and you can't fool that man. He might – he might think you had you might think you have him fooled, but you can't fool him. Believe me. He never broke any promise. There's a few he wasn't able to keep yet. But wait. Grab your popcorn, sit back and watch the show because things are about to light up. Mm. And it is just a weird feel just that weird gut feeling I have. Besides what I've already learned, no. I'm basing it on my gut feeling. 
you know, because every that, time I predict things, go you, ahead. You think that he can be a, a really genuine guy and, and do some really great things for the, for the United States and probably be, Ooh. let's say, let's say just for argument's sake that he was like the, the best president that there, the United States ever had. Let, let's say that. Right. Do you think that okay. a president can do that, but still not get elected and lose right. an election? Nope, because no. Trump, Donald Trump proved that in 2016. Hmm. He didn't. He admitted. He said, "I didn't think I was going to win, but he did." Sure. Because he told the truth, and he wow. didn't sit there getting in a bickering battle with the opposite team. And you know, even the Republicans were against him when he was running his own party. What does that tell you? When when people go after you know. Evil people, evil and bad people, they, when they go after somebody good, like, like they went after Trump, what does that tell you right there? And they fail. You got, you got a whole football team against the coach, and the football team lost. Hmm. So what does that tell you right there? He's a man of action. He tells the truth. He's not intimidated by threats. And he's going to do, you know, like that show he used to have on TV. You're fired. <laughs> You know, but he was always fair. He always gave. I watched that show now and then when it was on TV. Yeah, The Apprentice. And he was fair, but when he fired somebody, he gave them enough information to help them do their self better the next time around. He didn't just sit there and cast them out and say, you're fired. Sure. There's the door. He's not that kind of man. Okay. He likes to help people, you know. Our crooked politicians don't like to help people. Like I told you earlier, I've left dozens of phone calls with the with the politicians around here in West Michigan that I named to you earlier. I ain't got a single phone call from them. Hmm. They even impeach. They were even starting to impeach our governor, and decided to drop it. And yeah. they know that she is dirty. So when they, when you, when you know somebody's doing bad, you don't do nothing about it. You're just as bad as they are. You know, and Trump and Trump always when I went to his rally in Grand Rapids, especially after, you know, when he was you know campaigning for this next term, even before then, I was telling my wife, I go, what Trump is doing now, he's setting the stage for his next four years. Hmm. He's setting okay. everything up because I remember back when he was campaigning, he said he was going to get rid of the 13th, 14th and 16th Amendments. Okay. Well, he hasn't done that yet. He's going to get away. He's going to get, you know, you, if you go back and do your research on President Kennedy, why he was assassinated, and Trump was a friend of that family and still is. So what he's doing is he's, he's carrying out where President Kennedy was assassinated for. Because I remember back then, back in the 60s, I was only in grade school. But I remember hearing him say on TV that Trump, he was going to get rid of the CIA. But see, he was going to get he was going to get rid of everything that Trump is working on now. They're all bureaucratic agencies. They're not supported by the Constitution. They're a corporate America. We're not corporate. America is the republic. To the republic for which it stands, it doesn't say to the corporation for which it stands. It says to the republic. And when they're when they're de-educating our kids in school. They're dumbifying it. My wife's cousin is a teacher down in Georgia. 
she didn't understand why they don't teach American history and government. They threatened her that if she did, they'd fire her. Guess what happened? She got fired for teaching American history and government. Hmm. She's in a different school now, but you know, it's just, um, like I say, the signs are always there. You just have to know what you're looking for. Do you mind if I do a little recap? So sure. I think the reasons why you believe that uh, Trump won the election, I think the first reason was that you got the, the duplicate ballots. And you, I think what you mentioned, one of your neighbors also did the same thing. Uh, right. So that's kind of like uh, some physical evidence that, that you have towards that right. for a reason for your belief. And then to kind of recap uh, quite simply, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, if I'm misrepresenting what you're saying, just say, hey, Pierce, you're wrong. Uh, that's not what I'm saying at all. Right. But I think what you meant okay. was that Trump is this really, really great candidate, and he did a lot of great things for our country, and that he's, he's genuine, right? He's honest to the, yep. the American people. And because of that, right. there's no way he could have lost in the election. Is that accurate? Exactly. Because look at how many, look at all, I mean, look at all the, all the rallies he's done. So I bet, I bet at two of them. I know, I know how big they are. And then you look at, then you look at O'Biden and in, he's in some studio with a bunch of news people and that's it. Where's, where's his team at? Sure. People are going to be, they're going to back up who they trust. Hmm. Okay. And this is the first time in our lifetime that we've actually had somebody that really cares about doing his job as a president, and he's the only president that we know of, they haven't proved otherwise, that he, you know, he donates his presidential salary to restoring all the cemeteries that the vets are buried in. Did you know he did that? Does the news cover that? No, they don't. They don't like to cover the truth um, because they're controlled by the Rockefeller family. That's why. Okay. And, you know, bad, like I say, the cards are right there. They're, they're almost the whole deck is face up now. Okay. And the only, and you know, you just have you just have to know what to look for. So it's it and sounds, have trust in you know, sounds like have crowd, trust in your own judgment. Sounds like crowd size What's may that? have been crowd size may have been another reason. Is that is that accurate? Like the, the what side? The crowd size, the, like the size of his rallies. Is that another yes, reason? That make, okay. That makes it yeah. There, there's a lot of reasons. Okay. There's a lot of reasons, sure. you know, there's just, you know, just, uh, you got, you got, you got, it's like a, like, like a tug of war with a rope. You got, if you got 10 people pulling on a rope this way and only one guy over here, normally who's going to lose, but Trump, he's the one guy that pulled them into the mud puddle. Hmm. You know, that's how strong and determined he is to do the right thing. He's not intimidated by authorities. He's not, uh, or people in authoritative positions, you know, that are politicians, you know, the top dogs, I call them. And that's another thing. Our politicians, they, they're not, they, if the president can only have two terms, why can Pelosi and Schumer and others like them stay in politics for 40 to 60 years? See, that's when it gets worse instead of better. There's no reason for them to have to be in politics that long. I got to go to the bathroom real quick. Okay, yeah, feel free. Is that okay? Yeah, okay, absolutely. I kind of want to go like, back well, to, to talking about the crowds. I think I have a, a hypothetical that might be interesting. So if you don't mind, I'd like to, to give that oh, hypothetical. Oh, sure, sure. I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm open-minded. So you said you liked uh, the band Kiss previously, right? 
Yep. I All never right. liked them before, but I do now. You do now? Okay, cool. Yeah, I like Kiss yeah. too. I think they're, I think they're pretty good. Yeah, they're, yeah, so they're let, pretty cool. So let's say that they have a, a concert in uh, Michigan, let's say in Detroit, and they have it in one of those really big venues, you know, a huge stadium, right? And let's say they yep. they sell it out. Every single ticket sold, and then they even sell out the parking lot. They got people in the parking lots. They put up some projectors. They got people lining down the streets. It's just it's a madhouse, right? They got all these people. Right. Um, I've been to concerts to like that. that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but let's say Kiss has this <laughs> concert, and then I never. Um, so I've never seen Kiss in concert. Never seen them. Yeah, I don't think they're actually performing nope. anymore. But let's pretend they were. No, they're not. So let's right. they're they're having this awesome concert in in Michigan in in Detroit. For them right. having this concert and having it totally sold out and just tons of people, right? Does that right. mean that more than fifty percent of Michigan residents are Kiss fans? No, no, not really. Because sometimes you got you got you got uh, you got audiences that. They have their favorite band, and they follow them all over the United States, just like with Grateful Dead. Sure. They called the Deadheaders. They follow the Grateful Dead. It's it's a group of people, but the thing is, the only people that show up in concert are the ones that can afford to go to it. There's a lot of people that like Kiss that can't afford to go to their concert. Sure, but they're, they're still and, fans, um, right? Even- yeah, but they're still... It has to do with the music and their performance and everything. It just... It just you know, just like if you're going out looking for a car, you got a particular car you like, right? Mm, sure. You might you might find two or three of them that you like, and say, well, which one am I going to get? Okay, I think I'm, I think I'm going to get that one there. I like that one. So it's a matter it's a matter of favorite choice. Okay. Based on whatever cosmetic appearance, whatever you know, performance. When we're talking about cars, bands, the same thing. You got people, you know, I mean, look at the rednecks. Ah, those rock and rolls, you know, they like hillbilly music. Right, right. No, I like hillbilly music too. I like country and western. I like rock and roll. So I don't like rap and I don't like I don't like boom boom stuff because that's not music to me. Right. But I don't like op- I don't like opera either. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we all have our favorites. So perhaps uh, crowd size and selling out arenas and stuff may not be a, a good way to determine. Uh, how many fans uh, a band has? It might indicate something, but it may not mean like fifty percent right. of the people in that area are fans. It just might mean some people in that area. That's all are we on board with yeah, that? Yeah, that's all. The... Okay. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, it's just. Uh, but always remember this though. You set a good example there. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, like I like I just said a few minutes ago, you got. You got you got a lot of let's say you get let's say you have let's say you have a hundred thousand people that love Kiss, but only twenty thousand can show up to see them in concert. Mm-hmm. So always remember the numbers are always bigger than what they appear. Sure. Always remember that. Yeah, of course. So it, and it, and if people don't like somebody, well, it's just like that's the important thing. You said something really really interesting that piqued my interest. So you said that. There's, it's always a, a bigger number, and you said sometimes uh, people can't make it to the concert. Maybe they can't afford a ticket or whatever, right? Right. So perhaps, like, uh, let's say, what's another band? Um, how about how about Ted? How about Ted Nugent? Okay, sure. Let's go with Ted Nugent. Ted Ted Nugent. Let's okay. say that uh, he 
his fans are, are really not, they don't have as much money and he has these concerts. He's super, let's say he's really popular, but he doesn't sell at arenas because, or maybe his, exp- his tickets are too expensive and people can't afford to, to go to his good uh, point. concerts, yeah, right? Good point. Yeah. So it seems like the, the crowd size may not be the best indicator of how many like loyal fans that they have, right? Or fans, period, that a particular right. artist right. has, right? Could right. that be something similar to like Biden and Trump? Could Biden not have had many people attend because he just wasn't selling the tickets that they they just weren't available? Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned about the tickets because I went and seen Trump twice and I didn't buy any ticket. Ah, right, right. I mean, they're not that they're. I, oh. I meant it as an analogy, not as a um, oh, not oh, literally, okay. not, not literally, not, not, right. not literally. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, people are going to, you know, like we talk, and you kind of touched on it that way, is favoritism. Mm-hmm. Everybody has their favorite bands. Sure. You know, like I said, I never I never used to like Kiss and Guns N' Roses and Def Leppard when they came out. I've seen Def Leppard three times in concert, but I've never seen the other two in concert. But it's not that I didn't want to go see them, just timing. They were over here when I was over there, just like Ted Nugent. That's why I brought him up. So it's not always, you know, it's, it's always availability. A lot of people don't have a car sure. or something, you know, yeah. or the money, like you say, you know, or they're working that yep. weekend or something. Yeah, so, yeah the, <laughs> they got you got a suppressive parent that won't let you go to concerts. But anyway, but so, yeah, you can. But that that will kind of give you an idea and all these fake polls and okay. stuff. You know, why do you have to why do you have to? Uh, perform uh, uh, any kind of polling at all on something because they're never accurate anyway. Right, you know, they might right, pick a hundred right. people. They they might say, well, sixty percent of the people don't like Trump. I didn't. Did you get a poll in the mail? I didn't. Right. <laughs> I didn't I, get one on. I didn't get one on my email. So who are they polling? Right. Polls, to get these figures. Polls definitely may yeah. not be reliable. I I, I agree no, with you. Um, it's like it's like having a jar full of marbles. You could count them. You might count 100, and I might count 98. So how many are really in that jar? Ah. You know, true. see? There is only never one accurate. Off, right. Yeah, that's right. You can be one off, you know, just like the election. Talking about accuracy, is it, with regards to the, the, the stadium example and the artist, and then uh, kind of relating that back to the election, okay. is, is crowd size a reliable way to determine how many fans are at or a, a, a band might have. Right. Yeah. 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 Fans. fans. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we kind of kind of figured out that fans may not be completely reliable. I mean, maybe, but also maybe not. Is that well? Is that kind of what we talked pe- about? Pe- people on Facebook have made it obvious they don't like Biden. Hmm. They've made that clear. They made it clear they want Trump back. Okay, uh, now, now you know you got you can't go just on how many crowds, how many people show up at a rally. You can't go by that, but that's a good sign. With regards to because, the Facebook example, is that base? Is that kind of like your own personal poll? Is that like a poll that you'd be doing? Kind well, of? no, well, yeah, but I don't count it point for point. It's just like okay. when you get when you get all these from people, you know make it you know ridic- i have never in my life seen people ridicule a politician. Mean, there's people that don't they didn't like 
the Bushes and they didn't like Clintons and there's people that did. Mm-hmm. You know, they have their reasons why they like somebody, but they're not always, I don't know how to put it, they're not always a, it's, it's, it's more of a self-esteem thing. You know, it's, it's self, self-image. But they expect, everybody expects something different out of, but you can't, you know, you can, you can make some of the people happy some of the time, but you can't make all the people happy all the time. Mm-hmm. I've talked to people, everybody I've talked to that don't like Trump, they don't like how he talks. Oh, come on, give me a break. Mm-hmm. How about what he does for the American people? You know, he bring he, he did all these, all these amazing things because he's a go-getter. Why does he think he owns over 70 businesses all over this planet? You know, and they say, well, he filed a lot of bankruptcies. Well, so what? A lot of people file bankruptcy. It's hmm. to straighten out your, your credit or whatever. You're regroup. It's like regrouping, you know, before you, before you, you know, it's, it's, it's just like in a war. You're in there, you're battling the enemy. And then you're starting to lose. So you got to call, you got to call, you got to pull back and regroup and come up with a different plan. That's what Trump does. Okay. Yeah, you don't you don't share your plan with your enemy. Trump has said ah. that. <laughs> when you were talking so about about the polls, you said that it was really important on the the people that you ask. I think you said like if you ask a hundred people, it's like who are those people? Or do they represent you know everybody? Right. With regards exactly. to Facebook and everybody who's uh, criticizing Biden, is that kind of the same thing? Where it's like, which hundred people do you yeah. ask? Right. Is it kind of the same thing, or is it different? Well, yeah, well, 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 kind of. That it's not a, it's not a poll based on percentages. It's that's a popularity poll. Okay. Is what. Sure. And people, people. One thing I can give credit for Americans, they may not always be the the, the swiftest because they don't take the time to educate themselves. Like for I've been I've been over I've been overseas, I've been in nine different countries mm-hmm. when I was in the army. And I talk to people, and their impression of Americans is not very good. Mm. They know more about our country than we do. Well, what what does that tell you right there? So if you if you go if you go on a percentage basis, don't do it point for point because it's always going to be different every time. But if you just do it just basically, say, well, the past ten people are criticizing Biden. And then you got you might have a couple, you might have another. The next ten are praising Trump, you know. So okay, well that would be a fifty-fifty thing right there, nat- uh-huh. naturally. But that's only people that are expressing their feelings or their opinions. I try not to be opinionated because opinions to me don't count. Facts, mm. the truth, facts, right. and the truth are what count. And I, if I ever voice my opinion, I will tell people I'm, I'm, it's my opinion. I'll use that word opinion, but I try to avoid that because that's like second guessing what you're talking about. That means you're not really sure what you're talking about. Well, if you're not sure, you should probably shouldn't talk about it until you're really sure. Because the facts are always, no matter what you're dealing with, good, bad, the ugly, the facts are always there. You just have to know what they look like and where to find them. It's like, I'll give you an example. It's nighttime out. There's a guy looking for something underneath a street light. Another guy walks up to him. He says, do you lose something? He goes, yeah. He said, where'd you lose it at? And he points over in the dark. 
He said, well, if you, lost, if you lost it over there, why are you looking over here? Well, because the light's better. <laughs> See, now think about that. I know that sounds like kind of, well, that that example don't make any sense. Well, think about it for a while. You know, I had to. Okay. You know, so in other words, you're going to, well, I, I guess basically what that's saying is wherever things are the best, that's where you're going to look. Okay. You don't make any difference where what you just, you know, and it, and it kind of is parallel with what I said that, if you don't know what you're looking for, you're not going to find it. Okay. This is going to sound like a, right. this is going to sound like a weird question, but I, I, I promise I'll follow it up with something relevant. Well, so with, well, go ahead. With regards to the election, uh, I, I know there's the electoral college, right? But just for simplicity, right. I'd like to say that uh, for the election, uh, the candidate with the most votes wins. Correct? I mean, right. The, right. the college aside for now. So, yeah, the, yeah, put the college aside. Yeah. So when people vote, do you think that they ever involve their opinions while voting? Do you ever do they ever bring their opinions into the voting booth? Um you know, yes and no. I guess that would go on the theory of you got two people running for office. You don't like either one of them, but you know you have to vote for one of them. So you vote for what you figure is the lesser of two evils, <laughs> uh. but you're still voting for somebody evil. You'd rather vote than not vote. Sure. So that's kind that's, that's kind of a, a false presentation of what you're doing in your voting. You're just better off. If you're not happy with either one, don't vote for any, don't vote for them, period. For whatever reason, you know, everybody has the reasons why they vote sure. for somebody. But I but guess, see, I guess, I guess what people sh what people should do aside, uh, I guess what people actually do is important with regards to an election, right? It's not really what people should right. do; it's what people did do. Uh, do you think right. people did just vote just purely based off their their opinion, or just what they have have heard about something? That's 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 possible, but that's a very that's that's a very rare. That's mm. a very rare thing to do. I think people okay. just basically vote because they feel they have to vote for somebody. Right. And people right. don't always understand the, the, the voting procedure to begin with anyway. Okay. It took me a long time to figure it out because always remember this. My mother told me before I went in the Army, you're going to have to learn how to ask your own questions because I'm not going to be there to ask them for you. And there's no <laughs> such thing as a stupid question. It's stupid to not ask a question. I completely agree. You see, when Absolutely. you ask a question... When, when you when you ask a question, you're 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 making it a matter of record, so to speak. That's how it works in the court system. I think I'd like yep. to to ask a, a really a question that I think is really important. Uh -huh. So so you've said you're at the 100 percent confidence that that Trump won. Now, yep. What could you learn that would lower that confidence? Hypothetically, what could I learn? Mm -hmm. That that there was some false evidence presented, but everything is pretty much on the table. It would have to be false, but I don't know what they they pretty much presented everything. Everything's out in the open, and really, there's nothing that could persuade me except for the fact that why are the Democrats trying so hard to stop everything? Hmm. Why are they trying to stop the truth from being revealed? Okay. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, 
you know, the, the talk, the talk, I've never seen anything like this before in my lifetime. Never. This is a precedence. And, and people just have to, have to trust their, their own intuition hmm. on things. Intuition. And hopefully it's, it's right. And that, uh, so far, everything everything looks looks like it's it's in place the way it's supposed to be. Hopefully, and uh, you said hopefully. Well, you in, know, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, okay. go ahead. You, you said hopefully their intuition is right. How do we know if their intuition is right? Well, when the results come in. Okay. <laughs> when the results come in, you know that that's present that. Your intuition is like circumstantial evidence. When the concrete evidence comes in, that means your circumstantial evidence was accurate. Okay. So hmm. that that's that's how you make your determination. You always remember this, the only sure thing you have is the thing you have in your hand. If it's not in your hand, it's not a sure thing. Ah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So in it's order not a sure to thing. In order to be 100% confident in something, do you have to have physical evidence? Well, yes, yes and no. It's better to have have physical evidence because because you can't dispute physical evidence. That's why it's called physical evidence. Yeah. It's like it's like I got my laptop in my hand. I know it's mine because I bought it. Sure. It's in my hand. But there's one at the store I don't have. Because it's not mine, you see. You've got that laptop that's uh, sitting. I don't know if it's on your lap or if it's sitting in front of you, but you got that in it's a. It's on my. It's on your table yeah, or something. Yeah, it's on my. It's on a TV tray. TV tray. Okay, so you got that laptop on your TV tray, and and I think we would both agree that that's probably some physical evidence, and I would imagine right. that you're 100 percent confident that it's sitting in front of you and and it's yours and you bought it from the store or whatever, right? Right. So right. that that would be the the physical evidence, and you said that you can't really be sure of anything unless you've you've got physical evidence. So right with regards... for you it's for you it's for you it's circumstantial yes. evidence, but you know it's there because you wouldn't be talking to me right now if I didn't have it. With that's re... your circumstantial. Sure. So that's circumstantial to, to me. So I don't really have that physical right. evidence. Is right. is uh, election. Is Trump winning the election circumstantial to you? Do you only have circumstantial? Um, well, at, kind of at this point it is. Okay. But he would. But the the physical evidence is obviously there, just by just certain things that are that are taking place right now since the election, that lean toward certain uh, concrete evidence. Okay. So it might be circumstantial. You know, it might be circumstantial to me because I can't see it. But right. my gut feeling tells me it's there because I've, I've, I haven't known Trump personally for a lot of years. But over the years, he's proved himself to be an upstanding man because his reputation is important. Should you, that's how, that's, should you be at 100% confidence just on circumstantial evidence? Yes, because it's 100% circumstantial evidence. It's not partial circumstantial. It's... Hmm. You know, I know that sounds weird, but if you understood the, how the legal system works, which is basically what we're dealing with, somebody got shot with a gun, but you can't find the gun. The gun, the gun disappeared, but there's a bullet in the guy, so you know that bullet came from a gun. 
So you got the bullet for evidence. Why do you need the gun? The gun is just more concrete evidence. Ah, okay, gotcha. That, that's all, that's all it is. See, well, it's the same thing with what's going on with this election. The 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 bullets, the bullets, and and the the gun, the gun has hidden. They're in the process of finding the gun. They've already got the bullets. Hmm. They have with this with this with this, with this election. Yeah, they, they got the bullets. They have the physical they, evidence. Yes, but they have to go through legal procedures okay. because okay. the op, because the defendant team is putting up a fight, which is only natural. So yeah, you, you said that there is this concrete evidence, and they just have to go through these legal things right before they can make it right. public, make, release right. it. Right. Until they do these things, until they release all the evidence so we can see it and make up a, our own minds, right? Once we see the evidence, we can look at it and say, hey, right. is this sufficient for the belief that Trump actually won the election, right? We probably should right. look at it for ourselves and make the decision. Should, should right. we hold off on judgment until we see the evidence? Should we be at 100%? Well, that... Well, that depends on the individual. Depends. It's just um, see, pe see people that have experience and and have went went to school, you know, taking law and everything like I have, criminal justice, and going to school for a year and a half to be a paralegal and stuff, and you know, and taking the criminal justice, and you know, what kind of evidence is good, and what kind of evidence is not good. If I'm wrong, I'm not afraid to admit I'm wrong. And I always try to make it a habit to be right because it sucks to be wrong. Okay. <laughs> and we all know that. Nobody wants to be wrong. I think I got, I got two, two last burning questions that I want to ask you. Okay. The first one is, is another hypothetical. I think you know that I like my hypothetical questions. So. Well, there's nothing wrong. That's not, that puts you in a neutral territory so you're not, you're not falling either way. You bet. Absolutely. So let's, let's this is a hypothetical I'm going to throw at you. So we got the Arizona audit, which it sounds like you're really familiar with that. Let's, oh, geez, let's say that, you know. let's say that audit completes. I, I, I think they're getting close or something, but so let's say it, it completes right. in a couple weeks or something. And the final result is that, that Biden still won Arizona. Does that change your confidence right. that um, in that Trump won the election? No, not really, because that's what we want. We want the truth. We want the hmm. truth. If, if, if Biden won, well, then it don't make any difference if I like him or not or whether I voted for him or not. The truth. We okay. need the truth. I think you that's may have, we need the truth. I think you may have slightly misunderstood the question. That was probably my fault. So if, if it right. shows that Biden had won Arizona... You, you'd accept the results. You'd uh, believe that Biden truly won Arizona. Yeah, I could accept okay. them. Yeah, okay. it's, it's just it's just it's just the truth. That's all. Gotcha. It doesn't make any difference, you know, because I, you know, I've already told you, I, you know, my wife and I, we voted for Trump, but that's because he's proved himself. Sure. To to do to keep his promises. Why is Biden unraveling everything? Hmm. I mean. This, this, it's really sad. It's really sad. You know, and some of the commentators I listen to on my, on my computer is even they feel sorry for him and they don't like him, but they feel sorry for him hmm. because, you know, he, he shouldn't even be there, you know, and 
I agree. He shouldn't be there. He's not. He's not fit for the job. I mean, it used to be we had we had people running for president, being president. They were in their mostly in their forties, maybe their fifties, not their seventies. Yeah, right, right. Well, that's past. I I retired when I was sixty-two, and they're in their late seventies, still running for office. My last question. And, I, and sometimes yes. I say my last question, and then I ask a couple more. But I think this might be my last. Oh, question. that's okay. <laughs> hey, one one question leads to another. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right, so exactly. let's say three or four years go by, and let's say Biden is still residing in the in the Oval Office. He's still uh, the the head guy there, right? So right. three or four years go by, and nothing really happens. Nothing changes in the presidency. Uh, does that right. affect your confidence that, that Trump won the election? Um, it affects my it, it affects my my judgment on the fact that he shouldn't be there because he's not doing a good he's not doing anything for our country. He's destroying this country. Right. Everything's went up, you know, everything I mean, it's right there in plain sight. You know, it's like like anything standing in front of you, and then you sit there and say, "Well, that car is not sitting there, or that deer is not standing there, or whatever." And and he is, you know. And you know, you got you got to face it. it. Like I say, it doesn't make any difference who you. Like I told you earlier, basically, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, but I voted Republican because of because of Donald Trump, because because I'm I'm a patriot. I'm a patriotic American. I vote. It doesn't make if, if I voted Democrat before, mm-hmm. but I voted for people who I thought was going to do a good job and they didn't. All right. I'm going to ask, and, I'm gonna ask one more question, if you don't mind. It, it's kind of it's a very similar sure. question. But let's okay. say let's say these three or four years go by and Biden is once again still in the in the Oval Office. Do you think that is it your belief that Biden did actually win the election if that happens? If that's the case, no, not not Still necessarily. Not. No. Okay. Just because he just because he just because he's there doesn't mean he won. Okay. But the important thing is, it's at this point, it's not really a matter of win or lose. It's a matter of serving. You know, you got to realize all elected officials are our civil servants. They're supposed to do what we tell them to do. We're not supposed to do what they tell us to do. One of our former politicians before before our time. I got it on on paper. I got to find it. He said, in order to be a good master, you have to be a good servant first. But it was a pleasure talking to you. I hope we get a chance to do this again. Sure. I think we. I think we oh, might. Uh, I, I would cool. like that. All right. All right. Till so right. next time. Uh, thank you right. for talking. I'll let you go use the restroom Same now. Here. <laughs> okay. You have. You have. I drank like three or four cups of coffee in the past two hours, which is not like me, and. <laughs> <laughs> it goes through me like beer does, and I don't drink beer anymore. Yeah, the same thing so anyway, happens to okay, me with well, coffee. So, yep, I'll, I'll, I'll catch yeah, you later really. then. <laughs> okay, you take care. Yep, you too. Bye. Okay, okay bye.